Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole living. Building the muscles, the muscles of, yeah, embracing all, all that is life. Um, I chatted to someone today and sort of asked, like, how was your day? And the reply was something along the lines was, it, it, it was a good day because nothing went wrong and everything sort of flowed. And yeah, it's just kind of to let go of this labeling of a, like, if nothing went wrong, what, what even is wrong? Like, is a flat tire wrong? Is an unexpected expense wrong? Like, it's just life. To be around, to experience life and its different flavors and, oh, yeah, ups and downs. And just to be fascinated with being on the ride. Um, yeah, so that was just interesting one. Because I, I want it to be a good day regardless. Not only under certain circumstances. But yeah, it's kind of every day, it's a magical, marvelous adventure to be here. And even if it is a day of feeling overwhelmed or sad or it's, yeah, to just kind of be like if it's a rainy day and there was no sun the whole day, it's actually okay. It's not a bad day. It's just a rainy day with no sun. Maybe there's even more appreciation the next day when there is sun <laughs> or yeah, just finding ways and things and, ah, uh, reframe, reframe. And talk about reframe. So, one of the, in Ghana, they have their third certified B Corp. And it's called COA, K-O-A. And in terms of reframe, so what they do is it's a, I think, Swedish, Ghanaian startup. Um, I really tried. I really wish, I really wish companies would more put with their backstory. It's so nice to know it all originated and how it came to be and the people who met and what inspired them. So apparently, uh, so Ghana does a hell of a lot of cocoa for the world. And there's rainforests and there's like local farmers and communities and you can imagine a lot of them not always getting fair trade or fair pricing. And also, so they basically grow the bean. And when you open up the pod, there's a pulp. So the, the seeds are, there's like this protective pulp. And usually it's just absolutely discarded. So here we talk about a reframe. It's seen as waste. And I don't actually know how that someone discovered or thought of the idea of pressing it for its juice. This is where I say, like, I wish these places would have a backstory. Because I really tried to, like, search around the founders, the backstory. And, like, sometimes you can find people on podcasts and then you learn a bit more about where did it all begin. It just would be nice if they included that on their website. The, like, personal people side and the heart and soul side of where it all began. So... When you juice, you press this pulp, it makes like a, it's a juice from the cocoa plant pulp. And apparently, it's got all different sort of interesting flavor tones. And it has, I guess it must have some sort of cacao, cocoa flavor in it. It's naturally sweet. It can be used for like, um, making delicious ice creams, drinks, 
fillings for chocolate and already like lint is, is making like rangers they've already partnered with a whole bunch of different people because what happens is they also process this cocoa this cocoa pulp liquid into a powder and it's naturally sweet so you can use it in like a chocolate range without added sugars um, and what was so stunning how they process this is it's a mobile unit and it's solar powered. So this mobile unit goes around to the different like local areas where a whole bunch of different farmers can come in and bring their stuff. So now they chop open and they just take all the pulp. But they were a little bit skeptical in the beginning, the farmers, because actually when you dry and ferment the bean, you need to have a little bit of this pulp on the outside. It has something to do with the quality of like the fermentation. So they were worried about the processing, like would it take off all this pulp around the bean, but it doesn't. It's very gentle, just takes off a little bit, and oh, I just loved it, loved it, loved it, because they get their beans back to ferment, they increase their income. There was like, oh, it was so beautiful also to see like a woman cocoa farmer talking about how normally they can like barely make ends meet and now with the extra something like 25% increase in their income she's able to like pay for educational stuff for her kids to pay for like some building on her home it's just really lovely so it creates a whole lot of jobs for local community and exposure to innovation and technology and this unit goes moving around it's very easy to like put up and set up and it's using the solar power and the solar energy available in the area. Oh, so, yeah, I just loved it. And then also they're using, like, blockchain technologies to verify the payments to, you know, the different people, the cocoa farmers who are participating. Oh, yeah, so there's a massive reframe, taking what's normally seen as rubbish and stuff you would discard and actually that there's so much tremendous value there. So I wouldn't mind me a glass of cocoa pulp juice. It sounds very, very interesting. And on the website, there's like a whole lot of applications already of like partnerships and things and people like finding ways to use this ingredient. Um, so it was really like fascinating. And then talking about reframes as well. So in the Patagonia book today founder was talking about like one of these guys did a study on the actual cost you know like when we purchase something it's not really the actual cost so this guy did a thing of like looking at the actual cost of like fast food burgers and all of this in that industry obviously it depends what sort of environment the animals are raised on but also when you take into account natural forests that are like absolutely wiped out to make grazing fields and just the and how much water it takes to raise like an animal and if you do all the mathematics around it it lands up costing twice as much as the sale of burgers like if you look at a year so yeah there's just such a disproportionate because the way it's such an interesting one looking at the way you can, like a health of a nation is measured is so weighted on like economy and growth and profitability, which is just not sustainable and it's not authentic or like just feels so displaced and not having its relevant finger on the pulse of what's actually going on. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So proud of me because recently I did purchase some items which I know I could have gotten loose and not done the packaging. Um, but today I did go out with containers and got some like nuts and seeds and stuff, um, of what I could. There's this lovely little place that's not actually for, for bringing in your own stuff, but they're really nice and they, do let me bring in my own containers and minus the weight of them, which is really wonderful. Um, so, yeah. And on a last little note, I'm really enjoying, because now in the section of Laura Markham's book with, like, dealing with anger, and I just love this whole thing of the deep breaths and just slowing down and getting centered and actually just close your mouth. Close your mouth. If you know, you feel that you're getting angry, just actually say, like, I'm actually feeling so angry right now, I, I cannot actually have a conversation with you. And actually, like, go do what you need to do. <laughs> you need to move yourself away, take a few deep breaths, and actually just try and return as best you can to a state of more calm. Yeah, and I just love it. I just love the power of the demonstration. So even, it's not only around kids, it's even around other adults. You know, like people, it is. What did we say? Kids learn what they live. All of us, all of us learn what we live from the examples that we see in people around us. And it just it does. It does make sense just to slow down, to become conscious of like that anger rising at frustration. And ah, deep power of breath. Power of breath. Wow. Big one. So, on this note, precious heart, here is to reframing and looking for the value in the so-called valueless, looking to be more collaborative and interconnected and transparent and all those delicious things. Ah, yeah, and questioning when we do buy stuff. But do we really need it? Where are we buying it from? Yeah, who are we supporting? The choices that we make. The vote that we cast as a consumer, precious heart. So happy adventuring and happy noticing <laughs> of the wild and crazy emotional storms. And if need be, yeah, to just um, zip it. <laughs> zip it and maybe take a few moments away from the situation. Here's to that. Here's to that. Happy adventuring until we meet again, precious heart.